What's up, Agents for Life? How's everybody doing? I hope you had an amazing week. I hope your week was better than mine. Mine was average in terms of production. I um, had a pretty good number of appointments, but ran into some snags in terms of no-shows. I had quite a few no-shows this week and a lot of think about it. I don't know, maybe something's in the air, but a lot of people that just, I had one, I remember, they neither of them had, had any insurance and she, oh my gosh. Okay. I got to tell you the story. So I blew it. I totally blew it. Cause I could hear myself saying the wrong thing as it was coming out my lips. Have you ever done that? <laughs> and yet I keep going. Right. Um, so it's, uh, it's a one legger and I usually don't take one leggers, but I will vet it out a little bit. Um, she was the decision maker. It's uh, on her. He is not even legal and has no documentation. He can't even get a CFG. So I kind of knew he doesn't even have a shot at anything. But instead of just staying focused on her, she liked the coverage. She liked the price. Instead of rolling right into the sale, I heard myself start talking about him. Now, when does he, you know, going to get his legal and da-da-da-da-da? It's going to be months down the road and blah, blah, blah. And so I said, well, when, when he gets ready, here's the pricing. And I don't know why I did that. The terrible mistake. But all it did was make her go, okay, so here's my pricing. Here's his, his pricing. She lumped them together in her little brain. And she said out loud afterwards, I need to talk to him. Because now he was part of the plan. Instead of keeping them separate, which I should have done because he could not qualify. I should have stayed at the topic on hand. And I lost the sale. She said, call me back tomorrow. She's really excited about it. She said, I really like this. I'm going to do something. I just don't know how much. I believed her. I bought it, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> and of course, she never answers, never replies. And then she texts me later and says, they're not getting any coverage. And I said, so you're not getting coverage because he can't get coverage. So it's better instead of having someone get coverage, nobody gets it. That, that makes sense. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's what happened to me this week. But I did get two debt-free for life referrals. And uh, it looks like they're both putting in um, applications. I'll find out tomorrow on the second one. But um, we had two appointments this week that I referred and I'm trying to get better at it. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the script that I use for Debt Free for Life that I've been getting from the daily coaching calls. Good stuff, by the way. If you're not on those, they've been uh, bringing in speakers on the Debt Free for Life side of things. Um, other than that, uh, wrote a few policies, had a couple of cancellations, no-shows, blah, 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 right? So there's the week. Um, six ways to increase profitability. This is our subject for today. I love this because every time we're on an appointment, we have the opportunity to do much, much more than just a mortgage protection sale. Okay, and this, this podcast is dedicated to pushing you outside the box a little and looking for more opportunities than just one sale. And here's why. One sale is a customer. Two or more sales is a client. Now, I just made that up. There's no Webster doesn't necessarily define them that way. But what I mean is when you have multiple sales in the same house, your odds of them canceling or going somewhere else go way, way, way down. You become their agent, their family's agent, and all their future needs and everything. But one, one, you're still kind of just a vendor. So we want to come out with multiple sales, if possible, not just for us, but for them, 
there are opportunities they don't realize if we don't speak up. So here we go. Hang on to your seats, everyone. Strap in and let's get rolling. Six ways to increase profitability. Um, same lead flow. Now we all love or we all pay our lead bill, right? Imagine being able to make more from the same investment, same set of leads. We're just increasing our profitability by maximizing what we can get on an appointment. Number one, riders. Riders. I spent way too long skipping over these. Uh, if you bring them up, a lot of times people will include them in their policy, especially like the accidental death rider. Um, the waiver of premium rider. Okay, those actually, it's our job to let them know that's available. So if we're not doing that, we're actually doing our clients a disservice. If we're dismissing them thinking, oh, it's an extra 20 bucks, they're not going to go for it. Well, let them make that decision. Okay, if riders are available, there's children's riders, there's waiver of premium, and there's accidental death on a lot of policies, especially for younger people. Make sure we're presenting the riders. And um, it might just be a little bit more cost, but a lot of times they'll take it. They'll be happy to pay an extra 10 or $20. And if you can imagine, you know, if you're writing how many apps per week and you add 10 or $20 into your APV times the number of apps, that turns out to be quite a bit, a big chunk of change over over the year and your clients happier because they got more value or they got something else that was important to them that they wouldn't have otherwise. So don't forget about mentioning the writers. I like to do that probably, you know, I actually like to do that in the application. So I'll leave the calculator open, go and secure the sale get to the point where you're, you're going over the pricing at the end and say, oh, by the way, you have certain writers. And the reason why I do that is because that late in the game, you've built a, a stronger rapport. They've already handed over everything and it's easy for them to just say yes or no and complete the sale. If you do it during the calculations part, you probably you run the risk of confusing them by giving them too much information and then not making a sale at all. So I would say get the sale, just go just do the basic math and do the calculations, get into the application. When you get to the pricing part, say it looks like you qualify some for some riders. Let me double check that. It's gonna be a little bit more. That seems to be the right time. It feels better to me to uh, to ask for potentially more premium. So do it then. Number two, children's policies. These are fun. These are easy. They're simple. I say they're easy, but I don't do a very good job at it because I forget about these a lot too. But I have had grandparents want to ride on their kids. And moms and dads, number one selling point, you're protecting your kids' insurability. Um, that's big because you never know when things are going to happen. And a kid with a small whole life policy can grow that thing no matter what. So they get cancer, they get uh, early onset of some major um, disability or something that they wouldn't normally qualify otherwise. And then they have a policy in place. And if you have a kid that passes away, it's not a bad idea to have 10 or 20 grand to help with funeral costs. And they're probably, you know, eight or 10 or $12 a month. So for a lot of people, they're really inexpensive. If you're a grandparent, how do you want to be remembered? For a grandparent, it's more of a legacy play. Imagine your grandkids, okay, years and years to come, having a policy every time they look at that policy, they think of grandpa and grandma. Long after you're dead, 
This is a whole life policy. What a blessing. I mean, what a way to secure a legacy for them, even in a small way for 10 or $12 a month. You can give them a blessing for the rest of their life and they'll remember you through their whole lives having that policy. So I really think that's the, the, the angle for uh, inspiring grandparents to take out a policy on their kids. So children's policies. Don't overlook the opportunity to talk about a children's policy. Number three. Uh, this was a big one, and I'm talking to myself. My hand is raised the highest. Assume both spouses need coverage on every appointment. Uh, for far too long, I would ask who needs coverage, and they would tell me, I want coverage on me in case I do. she doesn't work, so we don't. Okay, great. Let's focus on you, Mr. Jones. And then I would write one policy. I'd be excited because I made a sale and close up and, and be done. Well, Guess what? Mr. Jones works. Mrs. Jones doesn't work. But guess what Mr. Jones's biggest costs are if he loses his spouse? Child care. So don't assume anything. Um, I go ahead and do underwriting and price quoting for both sides. When they see the prices, you might be surprised. I wrote one today on a couple. She, they both work, but um, she, they really just wanted to focus on him. And I ran prices for both. And she felt good about just even a small one. It was fifty thousand. It cost fourteen dollars a month. She's like, "Well, let's just do that." Well, it's fourteen, fourteen APV, fourteen was like oh, at one hundred and sixty. I don't know what it was APV. It's not a lot, but it was APV. I wouldn't have gotten otherwise because they were kind of looking just on him. So assume both spouses want coverage and move forward. Don't ask which one. Just move forward with both on your underwriting and your risk assessment. Okay. Um, that's number three. Number four, ask for a referral at the end of every appointment. The way I like to phrase it is, who do you know that I need to talk to or that needs to talk to me? I don't say, is there anyone? Yes or no. I say, who do you know? Which I'm asking for a name. And if they've got a name, I'll take down the information and call them. Don't ever leave it up to the client to say, I'll have them call you. It never happens. It falls in the same court category as I'll think about it and I'll let you know. We all know that doesn't ever happen either. So if you do get a name, take it down and say, do you mind if I give them a call? Do you mind if I use your name when I call them so they know who I am? And uh, it's a professional courtesy. But if you've done a good job with people and you make them feel comfortable and you've secured the sale, they'll be happy to send you um, names of people that they can think of. We have to take time to ask. So free referrals or free leads, referrals, right? That's another way we can maximize and increase our profitability. Uh, number five, ask about an old 401k. Why? One of the, my favorite questions in the, in the old uh, underwriting form that Equus uses still, um, Pete Lee talks about this one all the time. Do you have any, do you have, have you had a 401k from an old job from the last few years? That's not gone anywhere. Or have you changed jobs? This is the best. This is the first question. Have you changed jobs anytime in the last five years? If they say yes, then you say, do you have any old 401k money just sitting around? And a lot of times they haven't done anything with it. Well, there's annuity money right there. The market is crashing. People are nervous. People don't want their money in the market anymore, especially as they age. And there's a potential for an annuity. So ask if they've changed jobs 
And if they have, what have they done with that old 401k? I also like to check during the risk assessment at the bottom, there's the full needs analysis, right? The needs analysis where we're going over their numbers. We ask them, how much insurance do you have? And then life insurance. And then what else do you have that can act like life insurance? Great question to ask. What else do you have that can act like life insurance? If they don't know what I mean, I'll spur them along a little bit. Well, do you have any money in the market? Do you have a 401k, savings, stocks, mutual funds, things of that nature? And then they will let me know. If they've got a 401k, I just check it off and continue my my uh, process. I'll come back later and open up and say, I remember you telling me about that 401k. Now, are you happy? This is at the end after we've secured the sale. Are you happy with the growth or has it been losing money recently? Well, most people's are losing money. Would you be open to seeing options on how to safeguard that against any more loss while giving you some gains and potentially a paycheck for the rest of your life down the road? Um, or however you want to say it, but you can open up a discussion to ask if they're willing and open to consider doing something different with that money. A lot of times people have assets in the market and we may not even ask about it. We may not even know. We skim over it because we're focused on the mortgage protection sale. And so we miss and leave money on the table. Okay, so that's number five. Ask about an old 401k potential for annuity. And number six, as you probably have guessed, the retire your debt question. Yes, we've got to be asking this. I wouldn't say every appointment because there's some people that just won't don't qualify for it. But we need to be finding out. There are agents now. I don't know if you caught the caught this this morning. There are agents buying B leads and not even asking about mortgage protection, just asking about debt elimination. So we could do this, guys. I mean, if you get B leads, still ask for mortgage protection. But um, a lot of times, well, there's a lot of other agencies that run mortgage protection. A lot of other IMOs besides us. But how many of them are doing debt elimination and writing infinite banking concepts on their clients and helping their clients get out of debt? Probably not very common outside of Equus for life insurance agents to be doing that because it's kind of a unique strategy. Well, we have, and we're blessed to have, an entire platform with a specialist and a referral program that we can all participate in from day one. You could literally refer three, four, five, six, ten people a week to a specialist who will write and do everything for you. They'll do the presentation. They'll do all the. You don't have to. You don't have to study this. You don't have to be an expert. You do have to be licensed to, uh, and contracted with these carriers. But you can refer all day long. They'll do all the work, and you get fifty percent of the profit. I mean, it really should be like seventy-five twenty-five, honestly. But it's 50-50. Guys, we could refer so much business. Now, you have to be patient. The commissions don't come in right away. But if we're asking everybody that we can um, about debt elimination, then uh, there's going to be some people that just say yes. I had that happen to me twice this week. Um, If you're wondering about a script, I have updated the scripts. Go to myagentbuilder.com. And go to the Foundations tab where all those fundamental documents are. Download the script one. I just updated it today. You'll see in there now, it's page like five or six, I don't know, uh, the debt elimination script. Okay, we're calling it an early payoff program. And we're just asking if they've already been 
offered this. You can ask it at the end of your appointments, or if you're dialing and somebody says no, go fly a kite, right? Go fly a kite, then your next question is, awesome, thank you, (laughs) Mr. Sir, I will update your file, but before I hang up, let me just ask you one quick question before I let you go. Did they go over your options to pay off and blah, 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 blah. Use the script. Well, you're going to be surprised because there's a lot of people that would that say no to mortgage protection. They don't have any care about mortgage protection. But when you mention <clears throat> a way to pay off their mortgage in half the time or better without making extra payments and without refinancing, a lot of times you have their attention. We just got to get better at asking with conviction, with confidence, asking for the sale, for the appointment. Now, remember, these are Zoom appointments. So there's a couple of qualifiers um, on their script that you want to ask them to just to make sure they would qualify. We don't want to just throw everybody at at this. But if they pre-qualify, you could turn a lot of these B leads that we're just sifting through or C leads when we're dialing older leads. You could turn a lot of those into sales that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So those are the six ways to increase profitability. Writers, children's policies, both spouses, not just one, asking for referrals, 401k money or slash annuities, and of course, retire your debt or the debt free for life stuff. So hopefully you remember those. There's a lot of ways we can make sales and there's a lot of ways we can protect people and families. Don't be discouraged when you come across a client that's really, really old and has cancer or um, you know doesn't qualify for a product because they have neighbors, they have friends, they have children, they have grandchildren and they may have money in the market and a uh, list goes on and on, right? So we've got to put our detective caps on and go into every appointment wondering, we need that insatiable curiosity, wondering where might I be able to help this person out? The mortgage protection thing, that's just the conversation starter. That's all it is. It just opens the door. That's the only thing it is. It doesn't even mean there's going to be a mortgage protection sale. Okay. I've gotten on many appointments where there's no mortgage protection, anything for a variety of reasons. You know, maybe they've got a ton of coverage already in place. Well, great. I'm just looking for what else. I'm, don't let it get you down if they say no. We just have to ask a different question and continue, especially on an appointment, continue looking for where they might need one of the products that we offer in their life. And hopefully this this podcast will help help you do a little deeper dive and make a commitment to search just a little more than we have in the past on seeing where where we can help our our clients and and the families that we serve so thank you for listening have an awesome day and never forget never forget how much your life matters i'll talk to you next week